0: The Book Was Better. Hello, and welcome to our second mini sode of The Book Was Better. I am Kaylee Clark. I'm Taylor Collette. And just like we mentioned um in our last episode. Today we are going to be reviewing for lack of a better I think that that's basically what we're doing right sure giving our thoughts on giving our thoughts it's, it's, it's basically a review of, it's a spoiler um, it's a spoiler free review yes spoiler free so that's one of the things that we're going to be really trying hard to and and if if we do accidentally spoil something in editing I'll like cut it or bleep it or Something. But um, (laughs) going forward as well, when we do other minisodes where we review books and talk about book recs, our goal is to make those all spoiler free. So we'll give you our thoughts and give you kind of a rundown on what the storyline is without spoiling the whole
1: thing so that you hopefully still want to read it. That being said, I mean, if in the future we do an episode with spoilers, we'll very much blatantly stated at the beginning of the episode so that you will know and you can avoid them if you'd like to but for this one because it it came out pretty recently um we're today we are talking about the ballad of songbirds and, songbirds and snakes. snakes that's what it's called by suzanne collins yep. it's the prequel to the hunger games in a way yeah well yeah it's a prequel yeah and it came out, what, in
0: 2020? It came out in May of 2020. Yeah,
1: so I mean, it's so not it even a year old. During quarantine. <laughs> like. So I want to make sure that we give plenty of time for people to read it and to figure it out. So we're going to avoid spoilers. it. But we will be However, giving I some think, thoughts. I think
0: we can say <laughs> that it takes place 65 years before or sixty four years, technically, four years before, before the first Hunger Games, Hunger Games book, <laughs> and it does focus on President Snow, but he's only he's, eighteen. He's not the and president he's not the yet. President, so he's just known as Coriolanus Snow. <laughs> what a name! Short shortened to Corio with as a nickname with some people, but for the most part, every time his name is said. In the book, it's typically the whole thing. And even yeah. reading it in my head, I was like, that is quite a mouthful. And I'm not even saying it out loud.
1: No, like I like skimmed over his name because I was like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with that.
0: <laughs> Can I just call him Snow? What an yeah. easy last name to be paired with such a complicated Well, sometimes name. I read
1: it as Cornelius because I'm
0: like, that's easier <laughs> for my brain. Well, and that's what, that's a name that your brain's familiar with. Too, yeah. So. But basically, yeah, so the storyline without spoilers and it's i it's like the, the synopsis that you can read this much online, yeah. wherever, because exactly. It's like what's on like the book cover and whatnot, the back is, of the book. Yeah, it gives you the basically it's, it's the 10th. It's the 10th year of the Hunger Games, and it's the first year that they've decided to have mentors for the tributes, which
1: is different because when I initially read that. Like, in the synopsis, I was like, oh, like Effie. But it's not oh, like... Oh, yeah. No, no, it's no. It's not like, like Mentors Effie.
0: like Haymitch, except it's only the from 10th the Games. the capital. So there's not a bunch of previous tributes to choose from. So they choose 24 students from this school in the capital. And so it's also not just one mentor per district. Well, it's a mentor
1: per tribute, which is different. It's possible that in the Hunger Games that there were... Oh, I guess ...multiple mentors. It's just that in District 12, Haymitch was literally... I guess, the yeah, only we didn't really see that. ...person alive. Huh.
0: Okay, good point. We yeah. don't know. But basically, Coriolanus is selected to be one of these mentors, and he is given the girl from District 12.
1: Ooh. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Is... I just
1: think it's so
0: funny. For... Well, but it's... You know it's intentional. Come on. Yeah. It's all... <laughs> supposed to be ir- ironic and the irony and I really like that she continued to show an emphasis and I, I I feel like this doesn't count as a spoiler that Suzanne Collins continued to put an emphasis on music in District 12 mm-hmm. and she still includes um, some same songs right like there's I think like The Hanging Tree and some of the other songs that Like that we see in the Hunger Games series.
1: Isn't that the only song we see in the Hunger Games? No. No?
0: It's not just the Hanging Tree. There's deep in the meadow under Uh, the willow. I don't remember that. (laughs) A bed of grass. A soft green pillow. She sings it to (laughs) Rue.
1: Yeah. And she used to
0: sing it to Prim. I don't think the Hanging Tree was in this one. Oh, the hanging tree is most definitely in this
1: book. Really? Why do I I probably didn't get that far. <laughs> I'll be honest, I haven't finished the book. <laughs> but that's okay because we're doing spoiler-free. <laughs> I read enough to get the gist. So, anyways. Um It's, it's very I've, Suzanne Collins. Like oh, her, for sure. well, her yeah. writing has not changed. However. It is written in third person, third person, which I really liked, which I think is a nice change from the Hunger Games. Um, I, I think, think it was a necessary change to. to I don't tell think this we story. need to be inside Snow's perspective Except on this you one.
0: S- you still kind of are right. Because yeah, yeah the it's way third, that person, third limited. person It's third. Per- like you still get some of his thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's still like third person from his point of view, yeah, you know, third, like third
1: person. Limited. You're never anywhere
0: that, that he isn't. Also, that's a weird way for me to put that, but you get what I'm saying. Like, yes, you're still following him around. It's, it's never still like, his
1: story. Yes,
0: yeah. You're never seeing things happening that he's not seeing. Like, but you're, you're not still getting
1: a constant running stream monologue. of consciousness kind
0: of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> like no, you did from it, Katniss. It. But yeah, definitely interesting. I
0: liked how she played with, you know, lots of ironies and um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like karma almost. Because it becomes karma like in the end of the hunger games.
1: Yeah, yeah, like she foreshadowing, definitely foreshadowing I guess. Foreshadowing like way, hints way
0: early foreshadowing like justification
1: of stuff that happened in the hunger games. Like you get the rose thing a lot more. Like there's always And it makes it a lot more
0: sad too. A little bit. But I don't know. I also just keeping in mind that this you know, he's 18 during mm-hmm. the 10th Hunger Games means that he was 82 83 84 during the hunger Games series and it made me like really shift and i had to like think back. i don't know when i pictured president snow reading the hunger games even this most recent time i don't know i maybe had him in like his 60s you know like i didn't have him that old mm-hmm. and especially knowing that like he you know was constantly coughing up blood and all like he's not healthy you know Uh, he's not healthy adding that to the fact that it's not like an unhealthy
1: 60 year old it's an unhealthy
0: like 85 year old like like
1: it kind of makes sense that he just ended up kicking the bucket at the end like yeah he was I was honestly
0: surprised like wow he lived that long (laughs) doing (laughs) all that stuff he did and he's still alive like yeah Good grief. I don't feel I, I
1: I don't feel like justice was served as much now. He still lived freaking 85 years. Well, <laughs> at the same time, though, I think that that kind of explains his actions there at the end where he seemed very calm about his own demise. And it's because he had he lived a very full life. He knew yeah, he was going to die anyways. <laughs> so he was like very just whatever about it. That's true. However, I'm also,
0: my other thought reading this was it's interesting because he
1: was the villain. Mm hmm. Well, and one of the things I wrote down is this reminds me of a, something that Disney is doing a lot where they're giving like. Villain backstories that kind of like justify it, like with like Maleficent, and they're doing one yeah, that's with not just Cruella Deville, a, and they're doing but Maleficent one with,
0: wasn't just justifying the backstory. They completely changed the story of Sleeping Beauty to make it so that Maleficent wasn't the bad guy. You I know can't it's the make not,
1: Snow not the bad guy. He it's not the quite the same, guy. but that's just what it reminded me of. Where you kind of they're like,
0: hey, oh, yeah. like
1: here's a human look at the them. villain. Well,
0: <laughs> Because when you read this book, you, he's not evil at this point in his life. No. At 18, he's not evil. He's a guy just trying to survive. And he's trying life. to survive and, and also help his family survive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is just... And, and what's interesting is because when I originally picked up this book metaphorically, because I read it on Kindle, so I didn't actually have the whole (laughs) book. But you know what I mean? Like when I originally started reading it, I knew, right, like from just friends who had already read it and whatnot talking that it was basically like Snow's backstory. That's all I had heard. Yeah. I didn't know it would be such a short snapshot because, again, during the Hunger Games, he's like 83. Mm hmm. We only see like, like a
1: year. There's like 70 years of his life. 75 years or so, that we just like.
0: And don't it, know. if anything, it just makes me even more curious to know like, okay, well, what happens after this that, that fully turns him into that? Turns him into that evil because he's evil.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He has no care for human life nope. by the end of the Hunger Games. He does not see the people from the districts as humans of worth or anything. Like, I'd say he's pure evil. However, in the Hunger
1: Games, I will say there are hints of that in this book, I think. Well, exactly. Yeah. This this book kind of lays a groundwork where you can see that turning into what he is in the Hunger Games. You can kind of see how even at a young age, he wasn't quite the same as all the other kids. Like he didn't quite have that same. No, he was much smarter, much
0: more clever. He has a way of, like, knowing what, like, the people around him, like, want from him kind of thing. For sure, I get that. But, like, you can take those kinds of traits and not become... Like, he could have taken those traits and those characteristics and those, um, like, basically, like, what he was destined to do. And he could have used those what is the word I'm looking for? Talents. Talents is the <laughs> word I'm looking for. Such That's an easy word, and I couldn't think of it. He could have used those talents to, like, change Panem for the better. But instead, he just, like, dives in head first and just, like, fully absorbs it and ends up being this evil guy, you know? hmm But it does explain... A lot of like his manipulation and how you see from his early roots right like you said like how he becomes that like manipulative genius basically that can held power for all that time
1: yeah and I think you also see his ambition a lot in this book I think you see that he's clever about hiding his ambition but he has ambition and when you pair that with the idea like then things you learned about him in the Hunger Games, with him poisoning people to get what he wants. And then you read this and you're like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. I can it's only a matter of time. I could see it.
0: But at the same time, it was just weird because there are moments here where he in this book where he shows
1: true, genuine care for people. And, you <sighs> know. I don't know. I don't know if I got a sense of genuine caring about most. i want to remind people. you that I
0: read more of this book than you. Read. True.
1: <laughs> so far, in what I've read, I mean, like, yes, there's this weird turning point
0: where you're like, "How does he have this realization?" I'm speaking about this as vaguely as I can, mm-hmm. but, where, but where I'm like, "How do you get? How did? How did he get to this point and see this?" And have this realization and still continue on to where he is later. <laughs> like, ambition. Just because, and yeah, it, it basically boils down to he's a Slytherin selfish ambition. <laughs> not all Slytherins are selfish in their ambition. You can be ambitious no, he, and not be totally selfish. <laughs> he would be a Slytherin, though, a hundred percent. Well, yeah, but that. Don't perpetuate the Slytherins are all evil (laughs) stereotype that's I'm I'm not even a Slytherin. I'm a Gryffindor and
1: I have to defend the Slytherins here. What is going on? I am a big Slytherin fan, but I'm just saying he's got that ambition that drives him and he's willing to sacrifice even his own humanity in order to reach those ambitions.
0: Yeah, it's just I really, really liked the book. I liked the ending. I liked all of it and it makes sense like it had to happen that way for future but you know like i was still like oh no why like you could have been better and that's why (laughs) that's
1: what's interesting about it is it's i'm gonna say this in the nicest way possible when i first started reading it i felt like i was reading fan fiction (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of what it is, isn't it? Like, it's like (laughs) canon (laughs) canon fan fiction because it just felt like someone taking the, the Hunger Games lore and world and story and being like, hmm, I wonder why President Snow, like, what he went through. Let's give him a backstory. And then they come up with all this stuff and they throw in little, like, connections to the actual Hunger Games, which is very common in fan fiction where they, like, throw in little references to the original like it source has to be connected it has to be like, and i was yeah. like it was interesting because it it did it like got me thinking like oh yeah that's like with that connection and that reminds me of that part of the hunger games but parts of it i was just like this is like a, a weird fan it fiction was,
0: it was cool though seeing kind of how the hunger games were before Mm -hmm. Because they weren't always this. They've
1: evolved a lot over time is kind of what it shows. Back
0: in the beginning, it wasn't like people enjoyed what like it really was like conditioning. They conditioned. And this is why in some of my previous things, too, I talked about how like the people living in the capital were brainwashed to Mm -hmm. think that way because they were they were slowly conditioned to enjoy watching children kill each other in the beginning well the people in the capital enjoyed it nobody wanted to watch it
1: it's like how we would feel if you put on a show of a bunch of teenagers in an arena killing each other none of us would want to watch that that's terrible No, a small
0: percentage of psychopaths would. Okay, yeah. And that's... Who created the Hunger Games was
1: like two psychopaths. Yeah. And it's interesting during this book because you do... You meet a lot of people like behind the scenes and you see a lot... Like Tigress? Yes. This is not a spoiler because it's like the second line in the book that you read. (laughs) But Tigress... Or a person named Tigress that I. But then I, you learn
0: that she wants to be a stylist and all this stuff. So I think so you're you right. Have it's to safe assume. to assume it's the same Tigress that's in the book later. Well, in Is the Snow's
1: cousin. And that's like where I'm. That was the part where I was like, this is like a fan fiction where they're like, ooh, this character that we don't know a lot about she's related to snow <laughs> like and they grew up together and were
0: raised together and it's and like, she
1: was like super nice to him and they had a really good connection and like and they had a great relationship and that's why I'm like what happened what like, happened <laughs> why why did why what and that also though makes me think that Tigress would look more like how I imagined her when I read the book than she looked in the movies. Because I imagined her to be much, much older. <laughs> yeah, same. which would be true because she's older than Snow by like a year. Yeah, like a year or two. So she, I mean, she was in her eighties.
0: Mm-hmm. She'd be she an old lady eighties. She would have been that old lady from the musical Cats.
1: Yes, <laughs> Marie. <laughs> oh man, Dame Judi
0: Dench. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, I haven't seen that the movie one.
1: Oh, I'm pretty sure that's who oh, plays That's there.
0: ridiculous. I couldn't do it.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen it. I've only seen the the memes. But yeah, so that was an interesting bit, bringing Tigress in. And then there was just like lots of little facts where there's like, they talk about what the games are and what they could be and the progression they can have. And I'm being really big here, but like, it was just very interesting to see all the connections to the Hunger Games, and it would definitely make a reread of the Hunger Games, which I'm not going to do anytime soon because we literally no, just, we read, just read, it. read them. We should have done this in the other order, or something. I didn't think I do about feel it. Like this would have reading totally this changed right it. before. Yeah, but totally it's probably would for the best. Different light. Because if we had read it beforehand, we would have been like, "This reminds me of this," and we would have spoiled the whole book. So true.
0: I mean, we did it in the correct order, also to. Judge the Hunger Games books and movies based solely off of those and not from yeah. this. Because when you think about it, this is almost like J.K. Rowling, like, adding stuff about her characters after the fact. And you're like, mm-hmm. no, stop it. At a certain point, you just kind of have you're to let go. You're just ruining because it. Because your fans kind of own the fandom now, not you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, But, I mean, I think for Suzanne Collins, I think this was a smart move because the Hunger Games was kind of dying out a little bit everyone had kind of moved on a little bit well
0: and it's a really good book i really enjoyed it
1: mm-hmm. i liked and it more than i liked the
0: third hunger games book
1: <laughs> well and the amount of people that i saw posting when this initially came out and like the months after it came out being like i now remember my love for the hunger games and it has mm-hmm. rekindled a love in me and now i'm rereading them all and like re-watching the movies i'm like Good on you, Suzanne Collins, for was getting that well, money.
0: <laughs> but also it's like it is a good book. Like, yes, it's well written. It could have been released first, and mm-hmm. I think it still would hold true. Yeah. I think it would stand. Like so, everything
1: seems very well thought out. Um, But like you said, there's just. Like 70 years that we know nothing about, where clearly some stuff went down and a yeah. lot of people died and got poisoned. But, like, like, but also
0: Snow has grandchildren. We know mm-hmm. about that. So yeah. eventually at some point he does he get gets married, married and like have and children, has children.
1: Who have children? Who like. have children.
0: Like <laughs> it is interesting. I just I'm 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 now so much. I don't know, I just have so much more interest now. In I like, have a lot okay. of unanswered questions. And unanswered questions, exactly. She pulled me back in. Just when I thought I got out, they pulled me back in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, this is supposed to be a Minisode, so we'll wrap up. But final thoughts. You recommend people
1: read it? You like it? Yeah. I mean, I definitely think if you've read The Hunger Games, Or if you're going to read The Hunger Games, maybe even read this one first. Because I think it'll give you kind of a different... Like, it doesn't really spoil anything for The Hunger Games. I don't Mm -mm. think so. I think it sets it up nicely. I think that it would give you a very interesting perspective reading through them and seeing snow and everything. So, definitely would recommend reading it. It's not that long of a book. Like, it's a decent length, but... But like none a, of her
0: books are super long. No,
1: so. it like fits in very well. And I, yeah, it was, it's fun. I Again, I haven't quite finished it yet, but so far I really liked it. And I think that it adds to the Hunger Games universe. I don't think it detracts at all. No. I don't think there's any negatives to reading it.
0: I really enjoyed it. I think you I would highly recommend people read it whether they're a hunger games fan already or not yeah and then also yeah i just think it'll surprise you because i think you might like me maybe have these thoughts in your head where it's like well we know he's evil (laughs) Mm -hmm. so like i already know where this book's gonna go but i think you'll be surprised like i was with some of the characters are actually how it still very endearing
1: oh yeah like I actually am very invested in these characters and I would read a whole sequel about these characters. <laughs> oh so yeah, it's really good and it's really
0: interesting. So that is our review mm-hmm. and thoughts on the ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. What a name. What I I'm like, even after saying it, I'm like, is that even right? Did <laughs> I get it right? Because we keep struggling with that name.
1: Like compared to the names of the other books, like The Hunger Games, Catching Fire, Mocking Jay, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Like Yeah, it's but reading it and
0: again with all of the songs and like music and singing, like is a reoccurring aspect of this book. It makes sense that she would title the book the ballad like it's a ballad so
1: and the song and snakes a part ballad is a also song makes sense
0: it's like a story in song form so yeah
1: it makes sense but
0: it's a it long makes sense it's a mouthful. but it's a long yes but anyway so hope you find that helpful if you maybe
1: you were on the fence about reading it or
0: not <laughs>
1: um, Yeah. If not, then I hope you enjoyed our ramblings, our vague ramblings about this film Try,
0: Trying to keep it spoiler-free, but we have, to, we have to share some stuff, of course. So Yeah. But, yeah, so that's that. If you would like to tune in with us next week for our full episode, just a reminder there that we will be covering P.S. I Love You in somewhat memory of St. Patrick's Day, just because it happens in Ireland. so
1: It's close enough. Oh, also, I realize I haven't said this in an episode. Our reading calendars out? Or did I read? Did I say this in an episode?
0: I don't remember. We can remind you guys anyway.
1: Reading calendar I, is up. So, yep. For the next three months, March, April, May, you can find it on any of our social medias at TBWB podcast. And it just kind of lays out when episodes are coming out tree
0: as well because we'll we'll put the download link for like the pdf download on our link tree yeah which you can get to through all of our socials as well
1: but yeah it's uh it's a good one
0: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah if you're interested in that that's a good reminder so that you know what we're going to be covering ahead of time you can go ahead and check that out But otherwise, we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.